Okay, we're live, guys. Hold on. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Mike Matthews for the Nipping for Jesus podcast. Um, I I am so excited to have my guests, Matt and Candace Bosco, with me. Um, they are joining us today to talk about the importance of uh, Christian couples to serve together in the church. I, I think this conversation will bless you. I I, I met these people. I, I met them uh, last year through my wife Sarah. Um, Sarah knows them better than I did. But getting to know them through um, the spiritual growth group at their church, um, they are the perfect people to have on this podcast. And it is their first ever uh, podcast. So so Yay. be be kind in the comments. Um, I know the internet will be the internet sometimes. So, um, if you're new to the channel, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, give us a subscribe and like the channel. Help us grow our Nimping for Jesus community. Uh, we exist to help people limp well for Jesus and to limp loved for Jesus. We are all limping somehow, either physically, emotionally, spiritually or or relationally and we all need help to trust god in our things okay so matt has been a christian for 35 years uh he's been serving at the same church the log church for 20 years and uh candace i'm, I'm glad the bible geek and me i'm excited to hear about your background she has first-hand knowledge of several different levels of church leadership. Her grandparents planted church, uh, started a Bible college. Um, so both sides of her family were uh, Christians. Uh, she's from Greensburg, PA, has history in administrative work. She has uh, three kids. Matt is a director at the University of Pitt Financial and Administration Operations, right? Did I get that right? <laughs> so, so did I get, yes. did I get your buy? Okay. All right. Okay. So, okay. Go Pitt fans, I guess. Okay. All right. I won't, I won't say that I'm a Miami Hurricane yeah, fan. Yeah. So, okay. So, all right. All right. So, well, we just so thank for having us on we're really excited and to give us this opportunity so it's awesome what you're doing and we think you're doing a great job so we wanted to help support all that you have and all that you're doing and the whole idea of limping for jesus oh thank you yeah yeah i i really want to help the local church and i, and I want people to trust god again and trust the local church again like um, I had uh, uh, Matt and Candace, uh, one of their pastors, on the show this week, and it was about the healthy church. And the the first thing that their pastor Sam did was uh, admit that even their church is not perfectly healthy. Um, that is a great sign of a healthy church. They know that you're not perfect. There is no perfect church, but there is okay. that, that. Yeah, that is a great community. Um, because a lot of churches, they play church on Sunday, and it's a superficial relationship, but 
a real church will help you. And we talked about um, um, we talked about uh, um, stronghold week and rooted, and he explained that and how you get real with a community. And so, okay, so okay, I I want to ask you, starting off with our first question, um, because I think this is so important for couples to hear, like like for especially um, like we were talking before we went on air. Um, like typically the guy will do, will do a ministry or feel called to a ministry. And the woman is, is supposed to do, just do whatever the guy does. So the question is, uh, what was your path to ministry together as a couple? Yeah, basically, probably right before, um, well, it was like right when COVID hit, we uh, went sort of into a shutdown. He had uh, approached us and asked if we'd want to do a, a rooted um, virtually. So we uh, said it. Um, and when we um, did that it was uh you know our first time together sort of serving uh, i was actually in the middle of moving from greensburg so i was packing up boxes and cleaning organizing it was uh really challenging but exciting at the same time and um that was also the first time that we did anything like this to be able to open up and share in front of a camera when you're not really in front of people um so and then of course everybody got used to the idea you guys can you guys still hear me it's it's breaking up yeah, you, yeah, you're you're kind of I don't know, you're kind of choppy sometimes, but um, could you guys um explain a little bit what root it was for our audience? Yeah, yeah, rooted is a 10, 11 week program, and it's six or seven session seasons. And you would think that the the story, the idea, would get old for us because we've replayed. It several times. So every time I do it, I learn something new. I learn something more. Um, the people that get involved, they share, we share ideas, experience. Says that name, it makes the whole program new and exciting um, to share stories and have an impact on each other. And um, Um, just when God reveals something new to my heart. So I feel like it's, I'm constantly learning and constantly growing and it's challenging me at the same time. So, yeah, we, um, you know, it's, it, yeah, you have to spend a lot of time, you know, whenever you're, you know, doing something or facilitating or leading something, it, it's not really going to help you, but it really helps you more than probably anybody because of all the preparation and all the 
different things you have to do, you know, talking back and forth. We have to do week to week, what, you know, what we're going to do each week, who's going to take sort of what questions and such. So, um, ministry together and, and seeing people grow through that ministry and take steps, um, mm. you know, in their faith has been you just vitally important. You still there? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I got to say, it's like for my wife, Sarah, she went through Root It with you guys once, and it really got her um, got her open to actually wanting uh, a mature Christian husband and wanting that. She, she, at one point, she said she would never have liked my dating profile, sawing that I was a pastor, but Root It gave her the, the uh, maturity to understand that, yeah, I could be open to dating a guy with who was in ministry. Uh, I mean, that worked for me. Plus, she liked my pickup line, too. I said my pickup line was, I made cerebral palsy the sexiest of all the palsies. So I had enough game to get her to like that profile. So, so yeah, but Ruta is a great thing. And, and, and um, so... Okay. Okay. Yeah, about the program. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. I, I, I definitely. Awesome I definitely think more churches should have spiritual growth programs like that. Like a lot of times, that kind of gets gets lost under like a membership class. But I was I when I took it the second time with her, I was amazed by the different denominations who was coming to the log church to take it. I thought that was amazing. I mean, in our group, excuse me, in our group, we had like several people from the Catholic church taken rooted. And I, and I thought that was amazing. I, I really like God's really using that to make impact for the kingdom. Okay. The next question I have for you guys, um, how, how has God used you to, together to make a greater impact for the kingdom versus doing it as an individual oh yeah i mean i honestly it's um i don't i don't think i mean we wouldn't be be what we're doing right now so i think it makes a greater impact um you know in the sense that she has certain gifts um that i I don't have and obviously if you're you know a single woman or a single guy obviously you know you, you can serve in, in in any capacity too and and be you know very uh, good at doing that but i think it's very powerful you know when we can come together and uh, uh do things where hospitable where that's her gift you know so she welcomes people into into a group and welcomes people into our house Whereas I'm more, you know, the person that's like organizing don't go off without a hitch. So we work together really well in our different giftings. And so, um, yeah, it's one of the things obviously that you learn through being in a relationship is, you know, you have certain strengths and weaknesses. God gives you certain giftings also. 
um, you know, that he wants you to, to use. So um, we're just excited yeah. about that. So I would definitely agree. Um, Matt is the type of person that, you know, when Pastor Sam said, hey, he's really excited about this program. And he approached Matt, is this something you would like to start and help out with with the church or just to go, just take it and go. Like he doesn't think about it. Whereas me individually, um, I want to analyze it kind of and think about it. And what if this and what if that and just take the reins with it and and go forward. So that's the, mm. the most awesome thing is that we do work together. with our persons taking it forward would never have happened if it was just me trying to do it individually. So yeah. that's something that I'm excited about. And proud of yeah. And, and it, it is harder when, when as a couple, you don't do ministry together um, and, and you don't allow each other's gifts to shine. It's harder to, it's harder to do that. It's harder to just do ministry when you don't have that kind of partnership. Um, I know for me, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a dreamer. I dream big. Um, I, I, God gives me a idea or a vision for ministry. And I just want, I, I just see it down the road, but Sarah will be like, pull me back and say, okay, what's the baby steps you need to take to get there? Like how many volunteers do we need? How, who's going to do the outreach, all that stuff. So I, I'm, I'm geared to, I'm, we need each other in, as a, in marriage and in ministry, Christian couples need each other. And, um, I hope that if people watch this, um, episode and they are single, this is something that you should aim for, uh, that couples, because marriage, we know from the Bible is a picture of Jesus in his bride, the church. So, we get to showcase that type of love through the way we serve. Okay. So um, just real quick on that point, I think it's uh, I think it's important too, if you're, you know, whether you're dating or, or thinking about dating or engaged or whatever it might be that, you know, don't, you know, don't think that you know, once you get married, like you want to do this like now, like, you know, like we, when we met, you know, Candace's biggest thing was like, she wanted to be what she said was somebody that wants to serve, you know? And mm -hmm. so I didn't just say, Oh, I want to do this. Like we did it. So yeah. a lot of people talk, but at the end of yeah. the day, like you have to show action. Right. So it's, mm. we, 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 we not only talked about it, but we went and did it. And so yeah. when you go and do something together, then, you know, it's, it, it works out a lot of things also just in your relationship, because now you're having yeah. to, you know, deal with, you know, being on time for things and preparing for things and, mm. you know, helping other people. And when you're doing that together, it can either grow you together or pull you apart. Because obviously if you're, partners not you know interested in that then that might pose an issue you know yeah, yeah. fully engaged i mean it's it's a time commitment um and some people would think of it as a sacrifice but i feel like even before we met i just 
knew in my heart that I had the desire to serve. And when I began dating Matt and we were going through like the dating process and we both had the same vision and the same heart, um, it just made it that much more clear to me that this is our, like, I just feel like this is our purpose is to, and I don't know where that's going to take open and um, allow God to, to move in whatever direction that he would have us um, to go. Yeah. But it's just awesome that we get to, to grow and exciting because it's not like he's dragging me along or I'm dragging him along. Mm. It's something Amen. that we really, truly get to experience this together as a friendship and as a, a married couple. So, yeah. And, and if you're, if you're a single or you're a young couple, uh, I'm not talking about every couple needs to be in vocational ministry. Um, Matt and Candace are not, they're not on staff. Um, but they're, they're showing you that if you want to be serious about impacting the kingdom for Jesus, no matter where you're at, it is good for a couple to serve together, whether that's, and I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to do the pastor thing and, and say, you know, if you're a young couple and don't have kids, volunteering in the nursery because that happens all the time uh, um uh the the need is not the call so so don't don't what i'm telling you whatever you guys have different gifts different calling do it together serve together um and because you know me and sam talked about how um why people are disconnected at actually going to a local church and so many people are like self-centered right now and they're disconnected and it, it was COVID really made it worse, but you guys are living proof that, uh, serve together, make sure you want, want to be with someone that wants to serve in the church because what, 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 what gets thrown out all the time is unequally yoked. Okay. We often will say, when a believer is married to an unbeliever or dating an unbeliever, but un unequally yoked could also mean spiritual maturity. And if you're with somebody that doesn't want to serve um, and you want to serve, uh, you better have that conversation before you say, I do. Right. Cause I think it's, it's more about for us. It's I'll just speak personally and then you can answer to that too. But I feel like it's um, like before we were together, I would say that, you know, I knew like growing up my family, you know, they all serve and they were in different various, you know, ministries and whatnot. And I saw that growing up and, um, you know, I knew that was not an, I almost felt like not an obligation, but it wasn't truly like I, I should, I know I should do it. So I'll, I'll serve here and I'll help out here and there, but it wasn't truly in my heart. And I feel like that the Lord over the last um, several years has just really changed my heart to having a desire instead of it being like, it's something that I'm obligated to have to do, or just to check it off my mm. list because I know I should be doing it. I feel like we truly are, are wanting to do it more of as like a lifestyle. Like we don't even think about it. It's just a part of our life that we do together because, and I know coming under the log church, um, with the ministry, like you know, they, they promote so much and, and we believe that it's, it's about helping and serving others. Like, so it's not that we have to, it's that now we truly want to, and it's not that it has to be a certain thing that we're serving in or a certain thing that we feel like we want to do, or 
It's just wherever God would have us to go, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's now for me, it's now a heart issue that I, I want to be available. I want my heart to be available to wherever God's calling or leading for us. And obviously to come under, you know, you, Matt, as my, as my husband now to what you feel like the direction is for our marriage. And that would, you know, go into what, where you would feel like we would should serve together. Yeah. 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 I think it's uh, just important too to, to realize like it really doesn't, you know, like Candace was saying to her point, but just to anybody out there, like it really, it's not so much like, you know, what you're doing and what capacity, sometimes it takes you jumping around to a bunch of different things to find out mm-hmm. like where you want to go. And then sometimes God moves you in another place. The key is just being available and saying like, God, oh, wherever you would, you know, have me to, serve that's where where i'll serve wherever that place may be and so i know like you know for candace and i we were just talking about this you know today the other day just saying like you know you lead us go wherever wherever you would lead us that's where you know we would go now of course you know things you know your 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 flesh comes in or your you know what you want comes in and sometimes that's in conflict but at the at the end of the day you know, we get excited about, you know, what is God going to do through us? Because it's definitely not anything that we can do in our own strength. So it's, um, you know, what he wants us to do. And I think yeah, because because I know Sarah uh, marrying a pastor and she joined like private pastor rights groups. She really is getting a taste of pastor and pastor families. And this goes to other Christian relationship they feel like the pastor wives were feeling like they have to do something like it's a like i have to do sunday school or i like they don't do it out of joy they don't do it out of like you know it, it's something like you go to tithing is a is an example like paul tells us give cheerfully like give what give because you want to give not because 10% will heal your cancer or or get you that car. That's not what the heart of the scripture is. So it goes with serving. Um, so many young couples that I that I talk to that I, I think that um, and I touched this I touched on this with Sam is a lot of the reason why young people are jaded and they're not connected with church. And I'm talking about people who say they're Christians in their twenties, late teens, whatever, um, is because they see the church on the pages of scripture and they don't see it in real life. Mm-hmm. So what we are seeing is couples can be that church. They can they there are there are real Christians out there who are doing the hand, who are being the hands and feet of Jesus and and this episode and, and why I had you guys on is because I believe that the best way to do this is in marriage mm-hmm. and as a married couple. So God can do amazing things mm-hmm. uh, with marriage as serving the church. Okay. So this question, I, I hope it wasn't a tough one when I sent it to you. So uh, what challenges have you experienced as a couple or seeing that others couples face in ministry um so i think 
a big one um, is communication. So I'll just focus on that. I mean, obviously there's a number of ways we can go with this, but um, you have to, we try to make sure we're in constant communication with each other, regardless of what it might be. So we have, um, you know, we have like a calendar that we have out on the kitchen table. We obviously we have our iPhones with our calendar there, but it's also nice to, to have something physically that you can see. And so we are in constant communication as to where we're going, what we're doing, how we're doing it, because then that way we're on the same page. It's not like, hey, I'm, you know, where's Matt or where's Candace or, you know, I didn't know you were here or there. Like we, we are in constant communication with, with each other during the day. And I think that, um, you know, a, a part of that is to just make sure that also the other person understands, you know, what you're saying. So sometimes, you know, if you say something and you think that she hears what you're saying, <laughs> she may be listening, but she really didn't grasp what you were saying. So sometimes I'd have to follow up and be like, well, can you tell me what you think I said to you? Because sometimes their interpretation or vice versa mm -hmm. is different. So I think that's like a big challenge uh, for us. Um, we also like to keep short accounts on things. So like yeah. I'm always constantly messing up and probably saying or doing things that not constantly, but you know, doing things that I'm like, man, why did I say that or do that? And so before we go to bed, make sure you clean up, you know, whatever that is, you don't want to keep yeah. accounts. So we try to keep short accounts with each other. If I, you know, we always have these moments where, we wish we wouldn't have said that or did that because we're frustrated or we're in a yeah. hurry or, and it hurts our spouse. It hurts our marriage. And so I think, you know, if you're able to, to talk about things, talk them through and also be somebody that's willing to say they're sorry and, and what yeah. you're sorry for that, um, that's a challenge that I think a lot of couples, uh, you know, face. So if you can do that. So when you guys, so when you guys say communication, and if they heard me right, do you guys, uh, you guys were kind of playing the the speaker listener technique. So will you re, will you when someone says something, like if Matt says something, uh, Candace, will you replay or rephrase that to see if you got him, or do you guys talk to? Right. Something like that, you know, or this is what I hear. This is what I feel. I Yeah. To, okay. I think for women, it's more of a, like a feeling thing. Like mm. and that's really pretty much to the point type of type A personality. So mm. I, I like to like, we, did you mean it like that? You know, that sort of thing where, you know, like, cause I feel this way. I'm always like, you know, I don't like to like point fingers, that type of thing but it's mm. more just about you know just clearing everything out and but for the most part i think i think that we don't have too many challenges um you know you said what are the challenges but i think that if you can find a partner um that you can you know like you were saying before like your strengths and my strengths we can blend them together and we can grow and we can learn together um and i think like i just watch you and what your strengths are um, it would be a challenge for me, but so I think like the challenge is like letting you go with what your strengths are, um, which are like organization and, 
you know, just structure and things like that. Um, and then having me kind of follow along with, you know, going kind of with the flow so that it, we don't have more challenges because if it was him going this way and me going that way, I think things would be a lot more challenging, but I think somebody for the most part has to be the leader, you know, I mean, not saying that we can't come together and come up with an understanding of how things are going to go, but I think it helps to have a strong leader and a strong follower and then come together and collaborate with ideas and stuff. So that would be, I would say, Know, something to help with challenging, you know, the, the strategy of, of coming together with. Yeah. One other challenge I think is, um, you know, just when couples are just going in two different directions, like, you know, one is going this way and the other one's going that way. And, um, you know, we just try to, to do a lot of things together. So whatever we can do together we do i mean obviously you know not everything we do together we both you know work different jobs and we both you know do some different activities but we try to try to do a lot of things together and spend that time together yeah well like like there are times where we need like like me and me and sarah we do not have the same like i am a nerd for pro for pro wrestling she tolerates it. She she wants to go to a show with me. She she'll watch it with me sometimes. But we there's individual hobbies and that I think it's needed. But when it comes to like serving together in the body of Christ, we need to be on the same page. Um, if Sarah didn't believe in limping for Jesus, didn't believe in me as a pastor, that would be an issue. It would be it would be trying to serve the Lord. It would I, I'd be going. Uh, against the grain so the fact that uh the way sarah helps me with ministry is you know behind the scenes and stuff like that and like but that's what matt and candace is saying is you guys got to be on the same page uh so what i would advise any couple is pray about when the opportunity is presented and ask questions like what is jesus asking us as a couple if we can meet that need um because i know as a pastor i've seen a lot of couples and when i was a youth pastor and people would come to me and they're like i really want to volunteer with the youth and i would be like well bob did you ask janet because it, it causes problems it, it, it like like if if Bob just out, out of the blue wants to volunteer with you ministry, and and God hasn't spoken to his wife, and little Timmy and Johnny has baseball practice the <laughs> night that you group happens, we're gonna have stress. So 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 it is important to be on the same page yeah. because I do believe I do believe that God confirms callings. And he's in the marriage. If God calls the husband to do something, he's going to give the wife peace. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I see young people and young couples rush into opportunities and they don't pray about it. They don't talk about it. They just do it. And then six months, eight months down the road, they're causing, it just cause fights. Well, and I think too, to add to that, I think a lot of it, like as far as the challenge is with time 
and your time mm-hmm. and how you structure your time. So if you're both on the same page, um, you know, you have to be well organized. You have to set priorities, mm-hmm. you know? And so like if Johnny and Timmy are in 10 different activities, well, what's your priority, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you can't like, it's life stressful as it is. So is your priority to, you know, serve, serve each other, you know, is your priority to be involved in 10 different activities? It's better to cut things out. And, and, and this is what you've like, mm-hmm. I've learned so much from serving from Matt, just because you're so good at um, being able to cut through all the garbage. Like I mm-hmm. add, 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 oh yeah, we can go to Timmy's basketball game in the practice and we'll fit that in and then we'll serve and then mm-hmm. da, da, da. But you're like, no, this is like, let's think about how the structure is going to be. So I think it takes away the stress when you're organized, when you set up the time. But again, it goes back to priority. So like, it has to be a priority. You have to want to serve. You have to carve that time out, you know? And so, and again, if your heart's not in it, you're going to maybe just serve to check it off your list. But if Mm. your heart's truly wanting to serve, then you're going to say, Hey, look, maybe Timmy can do baseball every other season because our priority now as a couple is like, we want to help and serve the church and Mm. we can't do everything. So I was just trying Mm. to add your point with that. Yeah, that's good. And, and, you know, like going over, going over, this is important why women and men need to serve together in the church. Like going over your bio, um, like you have, you have a lot of experience serving church candidates and, your grandfather started a Bible college, and and so you have a lot of experience that can help. And that, help was, in, in, that was in Virginia, so I um, yeah. I'm in from Pennsylvania, so I know from a distance. Like I wasn't yeah. right there serving. It's called the School of the Prophets, um, but in in Greensburg, on my other side, my great grandmother yeah. had started a church in Greensburg. So yeah, I was able. Yeah, to well, uncles. And yeah, cousins. grandmother was at the piano every Sunday, so it's a big part. Yeah. Of yeah, I, I, I feel like so much tension is centered around the the husband side of things that God also I want sisters in Christ to hear this episode and say There you go. There, we can hear you. Are you back? Yeah, yeah guys. Sorry, real <laughs> life happens on. Yeah, real life happens on podcasting. Yeah, oh, Dana just said my drop. Very funny, Dana. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so that's awesome. So what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Palsy Hand. Palsy Hand is a jerk. I'm telling you, he needs he needs saved. Someone out there have enough faith to get me healed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on you guys. Okay. <laughs> Just like the friends who lowered the, the, dis- the disabled guys down yeah. through the roof. Yeah. The, 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 he got healed because of their faith. So, <laughs> so if I still have CP guys out there in YouTube, man, it's your, it's your fault, not mine. Okay. So, okay. So, uh, I, I want to ask you guys, um, uh, um, if you have Matt, if you have advice for Christian husbands, and then after that, Candace, if you have advice for Christian Christian wives, 
Yeah, um, I mean, this is this is sometimes a tough one, but because you know we fail as men so much, but you know to uh, you know to 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 lead by an example. Um, so as as the man, you know, you lead by example um, in what your your actions are. You know, like again, I'm more of a person that does something than would rather do something than talk about it. So my actions need to be, you know, showing what I'm saying. Um, sometimes that backfires because sometimes Candace wants me to say, you need to tell me, you know, you, you love me more or this or that, but I show her by example, you know, I show her things and do things for her in, in that way. So I think um, that's one, but just supporting your wife and encouraging her to take steps uh, out of her comfort zone and in her faith, giving her that room, giving her that grace, giving her that, um, uh, that, that support that, um, you know, that would encourage her or help her. So she feels comfortable with pursuing something new. You know, you don't want to say, okay, yeah, you know, um, pursue that other thing, but also you got to make sure that this, this, and this is taken care of or whatever, like, Give her the, allow her the opportunity and support her in it. Um, don't, you know, don't prevent her from wanting to, to, to seek, uh, you know, steps of faith, whatever that might be, whether that's continuing in education or changing jobs or something in ministry, just to be um, a supporter of her and, and being an encourager and figuring out whatever you have to do to make that work for her. If that means that you have to get up, you know, a half hour earlier, or you have to go to bed an hour later because you're trying to make it work, you know, for your wife so that she can do something, um, you know, that's, that's important. And also, again, just the words, how you speak to your wife, how you talk to your wife, um, mm. you know, they, they need to sometimes, you know, I need to be more gentle with how I say things or not just right to the point. So, um, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm like, a, what's the quickest way from A to B? It's like, you know, a quick sentence instead of drawn out. So I think that's sort of my advice for husbands. Um, I'll kind of leave and, and I will say you do such a very good job. I really appreciate for 20 years. I'm the one that cooked and it's so nice to <laughs> come home and he takes the burden off my plate. So I feel like, um, you know, you're always doing things for me to make my life easier. So I really do. I'll publicly uh, appreciate you <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Um, so from my perspective, I just think like Thanks. just, just um, you know, for wives, what I would say is to enjoy the experience. You know, there's just so much that we've learned by working and serving together. It doesn't even feel like it's like working. It's like every time we do something, well, don't get me wrong, we work because we do work. <laughs> but, um, but it's a joy. It's like a privilege. And I feel like that's what I've really noticed about my, I want to continue to do more because I feel grateful for the opportunity. Like there's so many times where I didn't realize like we get to do something in the church or outside of the church, like that's helping and serving. And it's an honor. Like, um, and I didn't realize how much we would grow from it. So I would say like, wives, just be open to the idea if your husband's, you know, saying that he wants to lead or help or serve in this direction or that direction, that you would just be open to the idea. Um, because there's just so many things that we've learned and we've grown together as a couple and we've grown, you know, individually, 
um, it's just, it's, it's awesome. So enjoy those moments because, you know, why not do something together and why not, if you're going to do something together, why not it be beneficial to not just yourself, but to other people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just, I'm really super excited about, um, you know, seeing where God's going to take us and, um, to see how he's going to use us. And I would just encourage other people to jump on board because, you know, personally, I'm tired of, you know, living a selfish life. I want to, the more we give, the more exciting it is. And it's everything like it's mm-hmm. backwards in God's kingdom. So, um, you know, when you think you're living for yourself and you're happy in that, it's truly when you give more of your time and more of yourself that I, we've had more joy. I've had more joy. Um, just in seeing other people and, and what they have experienced through and not through us, but it's through us being able and being available to serve. So yeah. that is a good now that's awesome. And, and I love how uh, Matt said, like, sometimes he'll get up early to help you or cook because so many people think in the Christian relationship it's whatever the man says goes and they twist Ephesians chapter five. Where it says, why submit to your husband? But they forget verse 21. It comes before that. It says, mutual submission. And it's that loving servant leader type relationship that can happen to help each other shine for Christ. And I and I believe that, that is what Matt and Candace is saying here is uh, with communication, with prayer, uh, you guys can have major impact for the kingdom like god brings us together for his glory and you know i didn't want to marry someone that was just like mike <laughs> so i two of me the world couldn't handle so so i i get that so so but like sarah and i are totally different people she's introverted uh physical touch is her love language not mine you know but we come together and we we love on each other and together we are serving the kingdom and and, and you know she got a taste when i was at my last church um uh, she got a taste what it's like to be a couple in ministry and it was her first taste of that and and that was a g- good experience for her and whatever god has for us in in the future we know we want to do it together so and i hope that young couples uh, we want this too. Um, premarital counseling, I tell couples this all the time. You're a Christian. Um, you know, find a good, healthy church and be a part of it. And because here's the deal. Pa- I'm going to tell you a secret. Pastors, we don't want to do it all. First of all, we don't have all the gifts. And I had a pastor mentor. When I got my first senior pastor, he told me, Mike, don't be the smartest guy in the room or you're in trouble. <laughs> so, so pastors, our job is to equip, is to equip people to do the minute. And I love how you said at the beginning of the episode, Sam was like, just go do it. I love that. That's what we, that's the kind of people we want in church is to actually be the church. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we appreciate yeah. you guys, you know, as pastors and, you know, just, you know, just seeing that in people too, saying like, and giving them those opportunities to, and then trusting them with those opportunities because, you know, they, people can come up with all kinds of great and creative ways to reach people. And so to allow that, 
to happen and to support that and to encourage that and to encourage people. I know, you know, you and, uh, and, and Pastor Sam, you know, do a great job just allowing people to, to do that. And Pastor Mike mm-hmm. just allow people to do that. So I feel, um, you know, and Sarah, I just wanted to speak real quick about we love Sarah. Sarah. So, yeah, Sarah was in our, in yeah. our room yeah. group. The so, first time, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, we, we're, uh, we're super happy that you guys uh, are together and that's just yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the first thing that I ever watched um, from uh, the law church was her bat- baptism from so so yeah because i wanted to see what she looked like so (laughs) so so but no i was glad i so uh, speaking on that uh sarah and i are remarried um uh both uh sarah was a widow and and she was going through a divorce when she was widowed and as a pastor i i was pastoring the church uh you know my divorce was very public so you guys are remarried. Speak to the hope that is in Christ post-divorce or post-whatever that that God, like for me, there were, and I told Sam in the podcast on Tuesday, there were, I don't know if this may be or not. I, I'm doing so many podcasts right now. The episodes are blurring together. But there was a part of me that had to preach to my own heart that God's not done with me. Mm-hmm. And that I found hope in the fact that God brought Sarah into my life mm-hmm. and that that she wanted to serve together in ministry. And that gave me hope because there was a part of me that I'll admit I thought God was done with me. Mm-hmm. And clearly that's not true. But can you guys speak to the hope that is uh, the grace of remerit? Yeah, I mean, I think um, just being, you know, we're, we had, I had no idea that I would, you know, you go back three. Actually, tomorrow's all right. Yeah. Yeah. First time we ever called each other. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, And, you know, it's, yeah, four years. So we, um, you know, I never imagined this is where I would be, you know, and so, you know, God, you know, opens up doors in ways, even in your darkest places, when you can't see he's working, you know? And so, you know, both of us going through tough things through our divorce and, you know, we, I would have never, Candace is a gift to me, you know, and, and I know that. And so like how we met and how it all came about, um, you know, was just through God's, you know, hand. And sometimes, you know, you go through bad things and, and, and you don't know why, but, um, you know, life doesn't always work out how you planned it, right? It doesn't always work out how you wanted it to go. Um, mm. So you end up in a, in a situation that you didn't want to be in. And then, um, you know, I think the key though, is just knowing like, you know, God still loves you. God still cares about you, um, regardless of where you've been, because tomorrow is a new day. Mm-hmm. And so for us, you know, we're just excited that we're in that season. And don't get me wrong, there's going to be seasons, you know, this is our journey. It's up and down, right? So it's life. But, um, you know, he's brought us through this point. So mm-hmm. I think just 
just know that there's always an expiration date on your tragedy. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, that's a great line. That is a great line. I'm stealing that first sermon. Yeah, see, see, I'm honest when I steal quotes. I stole that from Matt. Okay, so, so, okay, so Candace, so, from your perspective. So I would just say, oh my goodness, yes, uh, so much hope because, you know, it doesn't matter what we've been through in the past. Um, you can learn from the past. You can now appreciate, you know, what you have in the present. Mm. And um, I just feel like going through the hard times, it truly makes you appreciate what you have. Mm. And God gives you the hope. And I know you had mentioned, Pastor Mike, about, you know, to the younger couples, to the younger couples. Well, we, we're young, right? We're, younger <laughs> couple. we're like middle aged couples. So I would just, yeah. I would give hope to not just like, the younger couples. Yes, if you can get it right the first time, that is awesome. I mean, that is amazing. Um, that's what I would encourage, definitely encourage you to do, mm. to do everything you can to make it happen and to make it work and, and to grow and learn together. But if, if that's not your situation and it's not your story, I, um, I think you can have so much more hope <laughs> because you can start over, you can start fresh, you can start anew. And so I'm just thankful for, you know, God's mercy is new every morning. Mm. Um, and so he can give you the hope that, you know, you, we don't know why we go through what we go through. Like, mm -hmm. but God knows and he has a plan. And so mm -hmm. I don't have to understand the plan. I don't know his plan, but mm -hmm. I have hope that, you know, he put me here in this situation, in this season. I love the church. I love the people at the log church. The pastors are amazing. Um, and what you're doing here is just awesome to, you know, to encourage everyone um, to share your gifts and your talents. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's awesome to see what, you know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we can no. just hope that, you know, God does. And we're thankful that we're in his hands. So. Yeah. That, that is a, thank you for sharing that guys, because, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like certain thorns in life you see coming and certain thorns you don't, but nothing catches God off by surprise. Like when I, when I went through my divorce, um, you know, I understood my thorn at CP. I understood the cross. He called me. In. But those moments made me, even as a mature Christian, even as a pastor, even someone with a theology degree, it took me to my knees. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn about God again and how he works in pain and trials. So, so, didn't, so if you have gone through something like we have, there's hope mm, and, and that Jesus is never done writing your story. Uh, and here's the good news. Here's what I tell people, even if the current chapter is dark, the story ends in glory. Mm -hmm. So we can know that. So, so limp well and understand you can limp loved. We're all limping. Even if you can't see it, like, like me, like I'm, I'm rocking the limp. So, but other people are limping that you can't see, like relational. So, trust Christ. Uh, I hope today's episode has helped people. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts before we say goodbye to the audience? I mean, the only thing I can think of is just that. Um, I think helping and serving. I never realized how much. It would give back. Um, I don't even want to say selfishly because I feel like it's, it's like I, we were wanting to give, but in us 
wanting to give, like, I feel like every time it's just come back so much. Um, and I never realized that. So to me, that was a big surprise is that, you know, we do spend a lot of time and, and effort, but it's, it's such a blessing. And I just feel like it's such a privilege. And um, I don't ever want to go back to, you know, living, you know, a lifestyle that isn't um, wanting to serve because I don't know, I feel like the log church, they really help position you to understand that, you know, it's not just like, for me personally, like, you know, just about being nice to people and being a good person. It's about taking that next step. And, um, you know, so I'm excited to see where mm. that'll take us. All right. Yeah. Um, I would just say too, that, um, you know, when it comes to your walk that, you know, sometimes you don't see results of your work for the Lord for a long time. And so in the Bible and in scripture, it talks about just sowing and reaping. And it talks about like digging, you know, holes and different things for the future. And so when you, when in, in get being prepared, and so we, we're just trying to live a life where we're pre preparing for, you know, when, when it's going to come to an end. And so, you know, when we, so when we're doing things and sowing seed, you know, sometimes you may never see that, you know, you may not see it until eternity, but you just keep doing it. And so I think a lot of people, you know, through ministry that I've been in for 20 years of seeing people come and go is they get tired, they get weary, they get disappointed by people or they get hurt by somebody, but we're serving God, not people. And so you just got to kind of like go through that and just push through and just keep sowing seed and just keep pushing because at the end of the day the only way you lose is when you quit when you just stop yeah so you just gotta keep pushing through and just and just keep sowing seed and if you can't yeah. do anything else you just stand right mm -hmm. you just stand yeah. still and he maybe maybe even need it, whatever it is but you just don't don't be moved by the circumstances of life don't allow those circumstances to to affect necessarily how you have your relationship with god you know i know things yeah. are tough enough you know we all been through them but don't that's, be shaken that's the time it. to reach out to god more and that's yeah. i think yeah. anybody that said oh i went through a divorce let's speak that back to what we were talking about before i never quite understood going through you know, a divorce, um, yeah. and going through, um, and any challenging times, harder times, it's, it's that, those are the times where, you know, um, that you need to seek God the most. Yeah. I, I, I as a pastor, I've helped many couples <laughs> through separation, mediated divorces, yeah. stuff like that. But when I was on the other side of the table and I needed people to minister to me, it, it totally was different. And I remember one of the hardest humbling things I had to do was go to Christian counseling called Divorce Care that was at a church yeah. where people knew me. Hmm. People knew me as a pastor. People I once served at that church. I All that. But the, the humility of going there and getting help and having people love on me... Uh, And we're back. 
Okay. You dare? Okay, guys. Well, so, so, uh, well, the internet was good most of the interview, so I'm glad for that. So, I, I just want to thank you guys for joining the podcast. Um, um, at the, uh, at the end of the episode, I will have, um, uh, information about your church where you attend. Um, so, I just want to say thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Thanks. We'll see you. Bye. Goodbye. So that was Matt and Candace. Uh, that was Matt and Candace. Um, uh, do, 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 Oh, no. Okay. So I just want to say, if you're new here, please um, like and subscribe on YouTube. Help, help build our community here. Help us to to get our content out there to help people um, trust God in hard circumstances. We here at Nymphing with Jesus, if you're new here, um, I am Pastor Mike Matthews. I started this ministry way back in 2014. Um, I was in full-time pastoral ministry when I started this. I am in a position of life right now where I have time to really focus on limping for Jesus. And my wife and I are trying to help people um, trust God in hard things. Uh, I was born with cerebral palsy. So if you're new to this, I promise I wasn't drunk on the air. Um, It's just I rock the palsy. And that is where God has, that's where he met me. He met me in my thorn of disability and CP. I found Christ. So out of that came this ministry. And I want to help other hurting people. So until next time, I want to say limp well and limp loved.